0: Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do...
1: Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours.
0: One, two, three! News team, assist!
1: welcome 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 to the news my name is jay joined by troy this is the untitled wrestling podcast how are you doing mate
0: good mate good i'm excited to get through this news there's, there's a wealth of stuff because yeah. we're we're doing it slightly later there's a couple of extra bits that have come in that we wouldn't normally have picked up on so yeah
1: i'm also also adding something right now as we speak <laughs> <laughs> very quickly
0: no worries I'll kick off Um, as always WWE uh, NXT news Um, so WWE has a new directive when it comes to hiring referees according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter uh, referees should be shorter to make the talent look taller I suppose you can't really get away of having them stand wide-legged like they did with Tom Phillips backstage (laughs) (laughs) the
1: Tom spirit is real (laughs) it's fucking stupid though because most referees are fucking ex-wrestlers.
0: Exactly. And they're all going to be fairly tall. It's just daft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Proper. proper
1: You're a fucking Bivens referee.
0: <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise That's me dope. if they started bringing in people like fucking swoggle. Just, just, to, just to ensure that they're definitely shorter than the talent.
1: Yeah. It's nonsense. I, I mean, it could be worse. NWA has a referee and he literally looks like Hangman Page's little brother. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Um moving on. Where are we? Um in the aftermath of the backstage incident with Charlotte Flair and Becky then Sean Ross Sat mentioned that WWE pulled Flair from her media appearances this week. Uh, this this makes sense, doesn't it? She, she would have yeah. only been asked about that. Yeah. And I imagine she would have probably ended up getting really angry and saying something. She'd probably regret. She'd probably regret um, and would make the company look bad.
0: Yeah. Um, Following on from that, um, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter discusses the heat on Charlotte Flair in a women's locker room, noting that it's a case of a lot of little things piling up. One of those is that despite the fact she's a heel, Flair gets to do crowd pleasing moves like dives and her moonsault to the floor. Uh, these are seen as making it harder to get her over as a babyface. Uh, those are seen as making it harder to get over as a babyface, working against her.
1: Makes sense. Just don't ever Think- do the moves then. At the at the same t- at the same time, though, no, that's a very it's still kind of like an antiquated way of looking at it because, like, you look at um, I'm just thinking of, like Young Bucks, perfect example. Yeah, they do they do all that. Still detestable little shits. Yeah. People still fucking boo them.
0: It kind of, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, what, so because you're a heel, you can't do moves that the crowd appreciate. Yeah. Like, Pac does some ridiculous moves, and he's a heel bastard.
1: Pac's he a is, face.
0: He bummed. is, a, nah, he's a bastard. He'll always be a bastard.
1: He is a bastard, but he's a face. <laughs> yeah, the, it's, it's a the, the Nightmare Family's Pack.
0: <laughs> the what?
1: The Nightmare Family's Pack. <laughs> Friend of Cody Rhodes,
0: sure, sure. <laughs> um, what we got next? Oh, it's your bit next. What's your Here's turn?
1: Me. Here's <laughs> me up. a little, a little drink there. Um, so WWE have got some new producers um, this week. Jimmy Yang, also known as Jimmy Wang Yang, um, who was a member of the uh, WWE roster in the uh, early two thousands. Start working as a producer on Raw this week, per the Observer. Uh, PW Insider also says that PT Williams uh, had a tryout as a producer on SmackDown this week. Nice. That, that, um, that SmackDown producer, production team slowly becoming fucking impact. It is, isn't it? Got a piss on there. They've got Jarrett floating about.
0: <laughs> and that's, that's a bit worrying. Yeah.
1: Maybe Jared's going to make a play on Stephanie McMahon like he did on Kate Angle's wife. Christ, no.
0: <laughs> Next up, Matt Men's Andrews Zarian said that the narrative uh, that WWE released uh, for Bray Wyatt uh, due to budget cuts is, I quote, utter bullshit.
1: No shit. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what's interesting about this is that obviously Bray's uh, non-compete is now up as of Friday. Mhm. Um. And Bray was getting very vocal on social media about stuff, wasn't he? Like it was. We've got a bit more on that later on. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly, he has been spotted with a, a thingy. Um. Jason Baker, who mm-hmm. made like the fiend makeup and uh, the fiend masks. Yeah, yeah. So he's obviously got something, something in the pipeline. Oh, oh yes! I can't wait for his interview with Jericho, mate. I can't fucking wait. That's gonna
0: be spicy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you thought Mox's was spicy? Oh boy!
0: <laughs> uh, I want to hear his take on that fucking Hell in a Cell match because because Seth was fairly vocal about it on the uh, the Steve Austin podcast.
1: Yeah, Br- Bray said you'll hear my side of it soon.
0: Can he wait?
1: Can't wait for him to start shooting from the hip. <laughs> pew, pew, um, pew. Next up, the tag teams of Veer and Shanky, T-Bar and Mace, Natalia and Tamina, and Shotzi and Tegan Knox, all found out they were being split up in the uh, WWE draft via social media, according to Fightful Select. So, uh, That's fucking nonsense. Just, just you know, tell, tell them. Just, just, just
0: tell them. Also, don't split up tag teams when you've barely got any. I, I've don't, lost count any amount of times we've it. said this since and before the draft.
1: They'll make new tag teams, it's fine. Just
0: fucking nonsense. I mean, if splitting up T-Bar and Mace means we get fucking re, like rebranded back as him... He,
1: he oh, did right. have that match with Damian Priest the other day. He did, I. Where he was basically just doing Dijakovic, but he's still got stupid T-Bar name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> splitting up Shotzi and Tegan is... Is a bit pish. Like, we, and, certainly and the women's tag team roster. You. Yeah, more on that later. That was odd. <laughs> it was odd. It was odd.
1: Um, really?
0: But yeah, dick move. Like, not even telling them, just allowing it to kind of like flood out via the social media stuff. Like, how hard is it to let people know? Really, really, really daft.
1: They've done that with Shit. matches though before. Yeah, Like Woods, I remember Woods tweeting something where like they announced the match and he's like, Oh, thanks for letting me know.
0: (laughs) It's not how you treat people. Yeah, it's
1: it's baffling, isn't
0: it? It is. Uh, Next, WWE uh, building Roman Reigns up to be, uh, sorry, WWE is building Roman Reigns up to be the greatest champion of all time, sources have told WrestlingNews.co. As part of that, he'll break Brock Lesnar's record for the longest Universal title reign. Speculation from Dave uh, on the Observer Radio and elsewhere is that Reigns versus Lesnar is the planned main event for WrestleMania 38.
1: Yay. Yay. Another Reigns versus Lesnar match at Mania. <laughs> Yay. Uh, but, yeah.
0: well, A, it feels like a while since we've
1: had that. B. I literally had it last week, mate.
0: No, a Mania headline match, you're dafty.
1: Crown Royals are just as big as Mania, they say all the time nah it's not it's not it's not they, they do say it is
0: I don't. they say a lot of things
1: they, they, yeah they, 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 they do say uh, Burger King is as just as big as um, Wrestlemania
0: <laughs> it depends what you're buying from there but yeah
1: yeah but, <laughs> you know I'm
0: not, um, I'm not against it because both like the last time we saw Reigns and Lesnar in a Mania match like yes it's happened what this will be the fifth time sixth time maybe? third
1: time they've wrestled at Mania
0: yeah Okay, fair. Enough. I thought it was but a lot more. There we go. <laughs>
1: they've wrestled each no, but they've they have wrestled each other like about seven or eight times at this point.
0: Yeah, but we haven't seen heel reigns face Lesnar at Mania. There's lots of more dynamics I, involved in this. Like,
1: I guarantee it's going to be the same match as they are the other crown jewel.
0: Yeah, maybe. It, it's I don't Brock.
1: Know. He, he he does like more or less the same fucking match every time.
0: I think I'm just been really hopeful, and that's not a good thing to have I, when you're watching WWE, is it? <laughs> no,
1: it's the hope that kills you, mate. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, as I say, I just think that, um, I just think that Brock's Brock and Roman. It's happened so many times now. It's just lost kind of a lot of. Uh, it's lost a lot of like the magic of it. Like the first time, it, like the wrestle the thirty-one, mm. that was exciting. Especially given the fact that Seth Caston, mm-hmm. 34 people were fucking shitting all over it, leaving before mm-hmm. the main event finished. And I know, as I say, I know it's different, Rome and different Brock. It's still. Same match. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The, it wouldn't have it been. I think I would have been less arsed about it if they hadn't have just put it on the, the Crown Jewel show, like literally last week like if mm. if they had if they hadn't have done that, it would have probably been a little bit more tolerable, but the mm. fact that yay, just Brock and Roman again, I mean unless they th- like like I said, there's some variables
0: in it, like do we get Heyman siding with Brock again? Is this when we see him finally kind of leave Roman or like I don't know. They could put a stipulation it, on it. It could it, it, it could strana, spice things up a bit. We get a full count anywhere. The
1: made, well, they, it was meant to be an no DQ match, wasn't it? A Crown Duel, and then but, they changed the match.
0: don't worry about it.
1: Um <laughs> which means it'll probably be a no DQ match. But guess what? So was all the other matches. Yeah. It's it, it's one of those things they want to make Roman like the greatest champion of all time. The way to do that is having beat different people.
0: I mean Saying that, he has beaten everyone up until this point, so actually the only feasible person for him to face to cement being a great champion is Brock, because he's beaten everyone else up until now.
1: Who, who he's already beaten.
0: Yeah, but not since being champion.
1: Except that crown jewel.
0: Uh, don't worry about that.
1: Except <laughs> <laughs> literally two weeks ago, mate. <laughs> don't worry about it. If you um, look
0: at that kind of tick list of people that he's beaten... During his reign, like it's it's an impressive kind of resume, if you like, and it does feel yeah. like the last thing to top that off. Like, or what?
1: I think the, Goldberg, other, the other Maybe thing... we get
0: him and Goldberg at the Rumble. He beats oh, him to pro- tick that off. we
1: will probably getting that. Sadly, Um I, I think the the other thing that uh, it, the other thing that kind of like irks me about them doing this is that the way using Roman's reign. Certainly, at the start, to build people up to mm. his level. Yeah, yeah. Like Cesaro, like, like to a lesser degree, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan. Hmm. Um. They were like, Jay Uso. Elevate- yeah, Jey Uso was a prime candidate of it, really, isn't he? Yeah. Um. They were elevating them to be at uh, that level. Yeah, yeah. But that um, seems
0: to have gone a bit now. You think?
1: Now it's like, oh. Here's Cena. Here's Brock. Oh, he'd be Finn Balor, but don't worry about that. God help him. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? It's And even that, when, when he was facing Balor, it was a fucking... After, the whole time it was an afterthought because mm. it was like, Roman's going to face Brock at a uh, crown duel unless yeah. Finn Balor is like, come on.
0: Come on. Don't insult us. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he's probably going to feud with Drew between like what but between now and WrestleMania mm. at some point but it's still it, it's still like I'd I'd rather see a different match than Roman and Brock again yeah fair my point with that um moving on um some good news about WrestleMania um on the Wrestling and Radio News, um, Dave Meltzer mentioned that there's a really strong sentiment that all WrestleMania shows going forward will be two-night events. Yes. Good. Yes. All, all day. A thousand <laughs> times, yes. Yeah. Because I Is like Is that when, or we get a bloated
0: seven-hour show? I
1: was going to say, I like when we get eight hours of wrestling over the weekend, but keep it over the fucking weekend. Don't keep it in one night. Yeah. Yeah. 100% where agree. You struggle like until I care. Yeah. No, nah, it's a good shot.
0: I I really enjoyed the two-night format. I think it's pretty cool. The first yeah. one I did it was during the pandemic, wasn't it?
1: It was, yeah. That was it. Yeah.
0: Nah, it's a good call.
1: Um
0: sticking with pay-per-views uh, regarding the September and third and fourth or third or fourth dates on WWE's recently um, announced 2022 pay-per-view schedule, Fightful's Sean Ross Sapp tweeted that tentative plans call for that to be held in the United Kingdom. That means that if the show is the same days uh, as AEW's All Out, which also runs uh, Labor Day weekend, the two events would air at different times. It's
1: quite a smart thing.
0: Tis. I'm I'm gutted because I'm probably going to be missing that pay per view over here.
1: Yeah, so, but you you'll be in America. You could always pop a flight over to Chicago and go to AEW. All of
0: yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know.
1: There is that. There is that. Go, go meet go me friend of the podcast, Phil Lindsay.
0: <laughs> I don't know how far Florida to Chicago is.
1: It's a two hour flight.
0: Oh oh well, in that case, fuck it I'm going all out.
1: <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> If it comes
0: I mean I'm there for a wedding. I don't want to have to bump off early to fly to Chicago and go and watch
1: it. about it, it'll be fine.' <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, yeah that, that's, that's cool. I, I kind of part of me is like don't put all these shows on the same fucking day because we've mm. got that we've got that next weekend with full gear where we've got full gear before full gear we've got the new Japan show Christ. And it's just going to be,
0: but at least say, new, is it New Japan in the States? Is it strong? Or yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, I was it's going to say, but the time difference. It'd be like well, early that, morning.
1: That card is fucking stacked. Tis, really is. Look, as you know as well, yeah, boy. Give us a give us a card, the best buddy, maybe mm. Give me what I want. <laughs> give me Ishii versus Joe. No, You bastards. More on um, that later. More on that later. <laughs> Uh, moving on, WWE legend Hacksaw Jim Duggan has revealed surgery went as planned. One day after he went after going public with a prostate cancer diagnosis and asking fans follow fans and followers to please think of me, um, as in him, uh, the former <laughs> WWE star, star age 67 laid out some of the details of the diagnosis um, and operation in an Instagram video that he shot along with his wife of 32 years, Deborah Duggan. Um, he then following day on Friday, Deborah took back to social media to thank everyone uh, for the thoughts and prayers and share that Jim's surgery went as planned. Lovely, good yeah. to hear. Yeah, he's already beat cancer once. Yeah, but man. There, beat if the I've shit liked. out of it with a two by go.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, a speedy recovery. Um, yeah, Jim Duggan. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um We'll briefly discuss uh, some of the results from this past week's Raw. Um, there was a Triple Threat tag team match that determined the number one contenders to RK Bros uh, titles. Uh, that match featured uh, the Blurty Dogs, Ziggler and Rude, um, Ford and Dawkins, and Otis and Chad Gable. Uh, the winners of that were Ziggler and Rude defeating the Street Profits and uh, the Alpha Academy. Um, I'm told it wasn't too bad a match um, but whether or not they were the right winners is is another question um, I feel like the Alpha Academy really should be deserving of that, like Ziggler and Rude have already held them, Street Profits have already held them Alpha Academy feel like they've been given a fair whack of momentum over the last few months and neither of us watch Raw or Smackdown um, anymore, we don't review that to the extent that we used to Um but So I don't know how they've, they've been treated in, in recent months, but certainly last time I watched it, there was quite a bit of momentum behind. Certainly Otis is a singles guy um, and those two as a tag team. So, yeah, slightly disappointing to see them not win it. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Ziggler and Rude are both solid wrestlers uh, and certainly as a tag team as well. So I don't think it'll be a terrible match. Um, but I also think that they're not winning it. RK uh, okay, bro retaining that uh, whenever we get that match. Um, well, so we have on there Zelina Vega's uh coronation, uh, as uh, quick, I'm going to call it Queen of the Ring. Um, and then she had a match with Dewdrop, which is a rematch of their uh, final match at Crown Royale. Um, match itself apparently was fairly quick, uh, and yeah, Zelina won by fuckery.
1: Yeah, sounds about right.
0: Uh, what else do we get? Damien Priest versus T Bar. Um, you alluded to this earlier. Um, with mm-hmm. T Bar wrestling a little bit more Dijakovic than anything the, else. Damien
1: Priest's got a new music as well.
0: He has, isn't he? So I'm, t- I've not heard it yet.
1: It's a little bit of a toe tapper Is it bit of a toe tapper I, I like, I like the aesthetic of his new entrance because he's like got like they've kind of got like the sort of light and dark side thing. I think they're going to kind of. Well, they they sort of changed the gimmick where they were like going, oh, yeah. He he, can sort of uh, snap at like the flip of a switch sort of thing and like tap into the dark side.
0: I like that. That's all right. Uh, Priest won that uh, via disqualification. Uh, We then got Liv Morgan against Carmella. Uh, Carmella defeated Liv Morgan for reasons beyond my comprehension. Don't worry about it. Liv Morgan's just got dealt a shit hand for pretty much her entire career there. And it's so, so disappointing. The sooner she gets released from her contract or doesn't re sign and just joins Ruby and AEW, the better. Carmella doesn't need a win there at all. Um,
1: the Riot Squad go through the Forbidden Door and take the Impact Tag titles off of him. Woo. Off the iconics like you were meant to.
0: Yes, boy. Uh, we get Keith Bearcat Lee. Oh, I can't believe I just called him that. Uh, At least he but,
1: him he? At least he Keith Buck.
0: That's nice. At least he let, let him use his actual name. Uh he, yeah, he faced Cedric Alexander. Um, Lee defeated Alexander. Apparently, this was a very good match. Not seen it, but I'm told it was good. Uh, dominant Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Theory defeats Mysterio. Um, I imagine that would have been all right. Um yeah. Oh, and actually, we did get uh, RK-Bro against Dolph and Rude. I thought this was going to come later on, but as I say, I haven't watched it, and I'm just flicking through the results here. Uh, So Rude and Ziggler wrestling in two matches in one night, Uh, and as to be expected, RK-Bro defeated Rude and Ziggler to retain the Royal Tag Team Championships. Um, And then in the main event, a fatal four-way ladder match, uh, which feature uh, for basically a, a contract, a number one contender's match for Biggies, um WWE Championship and that saw uh, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens uh, Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins uh, again I'm told that this was very good looking at the, uh, the little review here um, it's gotten given an A grade uh, according to Bleacher Report um, and yeah the winner of that is Rollins and so he is the new number one contender um, that kind of makes sense in that it was him that got dropped off the ladder by Biggie for Biggie to win the Money in the Bank contract, which subsequently led him to win the championship. So that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be an interesting yeah. match. Uh, when we get that, I don't know. I imagine. Mm, what's the next pay per view? It won't be Survivor Series because surely we're um, getting E versus Reigns. Maybe at day one, the one in January? Because we're not getting one in December, are we? They canned off TLC.
1: Maybe they'll do it on like a, on just Raw. Mm,
0: it'd be a shame to put that on just Raw.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, we'll mm-hmm. see. Um, then we've got uh, the results in from Halloween Havoc. Uh, we didn't do an NXT review this week, um, but we did do a watch long for Halloween Havoc, and that was much fun. Zarin's birthday, lots of blue drink was consumed. Um, this was mainly made up of title matches. Uh, we had the Scareway to hell ladder match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, and that was Gigi, Dol- Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, uh, taking on was it Persia Perotta and um, fuck, well, I've forgotten her name, Indy Hartwell. That's Indy it. Out. Um, against uh, Zoe Stark and EO Shirai. Uh and the result of that was Toxic Attraction, uh becoming new women's tag team champions, which is
1: yeah, awesome. Yo Shirai fucking bounced off a lot.
0: That was a horrible spot. Uh, if you've not seen it, um, there's a, a little clip of it floating about. It looked like a nasty landing on second viewing from an alternative angle, it looked even worse as well. Nah. Yeah, um, but yeah, this, this match was all right, I guess. Um, it was pretty fun. But yeah, really, really I'm pleased. To- toxic attraction won. Yeah. Um, then what else did we get? Uh, we had Roderick Strong against Odyssey Jones. Um, the Diamond Mine pick your poison. I think they they dubbed it as. Um, Roderick Strong defeated Jones. I, I don't see the point of that, really. I don't know why we've got the Cruiserweight Champion defending against a guy that's literally twice his weight. do about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had the trick or tri- uh, tr- trick or street fight NXT women's title match uh, champion Raquel Gonzalez against Mandy Rose. Um, this is quite a fun match, actually uh, Mandy Rose defeated Gonzalez by pinfall to become the new NXT women's champion. Very, very pleased with that. Um, the golden prophecy, if you like for toxic attraction, uh, all of them now hold the gold in the women's division. Um, and interestingly, Mandy Rose was the first tough enough competitor uh, to win championship gold, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, what else did we have? Uh, oh, we had that weird haunted house thing with, with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams in Dexter Loomis's scary John- house. Say again?
1: Johnny and Loomis. Johnny and Loomis, that's it. Um, they literally just haven't... Gargano just like ticked down his contract at this point. I'd be...
0: Feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this is quite fun though. I enjoyed Can't this. I'll
1: wait for him to show up in AW and have some fucking bangers.
0: <laughs> we also got yeah. the let's say in-ring debut. It wasn't it wasn't a match, uh, but he came down uh, and dropped Grayson Waller. Uh solo Sokoa, formerly known as uh is it Seeker? Yeah, so that's it. Sorry, yeah. Um and the younger brother of the Usos, um, he looks boss. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited to see what they do with him. Um, we then got a lumber, lumber jacker lantern match for the NXT tag team titles, MSK versus Imperium. Surprisingly, to my surprise at least, Imperium defeated MSK to become yeah, new tag team champions. That,
1: for me, that was the one that was like a lock that was going to be a retain. Yeah. And Very,
0: very surprising Uh, And then finally Tommaso Ciampa versus Bron Breaker For the NXT Championship Um, This was a really fun match I enjoyed this and I felt like it made Breaker look very, very strong Uh, But Ciampa walks away um, With the victory Defeated by pinfall to retain The NXT Championship
1: Well dressed as sort of Kratos
0: Yeah man, they look banging That was good ring gear, I like that yeah. Um wrestlevotes claims that Halloween Havoc was meant to be the launch uh of the Bron Breaker era there are apparently talks of him winning the title obviously that didn't end up happening but i think the way that like how strong he looked in that match um i think it's already done a good job of of cementing him in that position i don't think it'll be too long before he wins that to be honest
1: yeah this this is like this this is the start but you can you can feel it it's it's going to be Breaker, um, breaker mania, running wild.
0: Breaker mania, fuck about.
1: <laughs> I, I, I hope he kind of snaps this week and just like comes out with like bleach blonde hair and chain mail. <laughs> That's for a fucking mic. <laughs> That's doing much
0: Um, we got. Uh, so we're going to SmackDown. Uh, a few matches on there as well. Um, there was a trickle street fight Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus happy Corbin and my Ma- madcap Moss that was announced. I think just before the show, uh, we got Shotzi Blackheart, um, challenging, um, Charlotte Flair, um, in, uh, in a segment, um, and Flair defeated Shotzi. Uh, I'm told it was a decent match. Um, within that, we also got uh, a heel turn from Shotzi, um, twatting Sasha from behind so yeah Shotty Hilton interesting yeah Um, what else did we get we got uh, Drew McIntyre versus Mustafa Ali Uh, McIntyre defeats Ali Uh, that's a shame I like Ali Ali really needs to be getting used better he's excellent Um,
1: apparently it didn't feel out of place with Drew so that was Okay. was that
0: yeah. Uh, we got the knighting ceremony with King Woods, uh, which apparently was a barrel of laughs, shits and giggles. Uh, the still I've got here is Hit Row backstage applauding him and him looking happy as a pig in shit. Um, yeah. We then got, uh, quite,
1: say again. It was quite wonderful.
0: <laughs> uh, the aforementioned trick or street fight with Nakamura and Boogs against Mad Moss and Happy Corbin. Uh, Moss and Corbin defeated Nakamura and Boogs. Uh, I'm told that match was dog shit. Um, <laughs> Naomi versus uh Sonia Deville. Um, Why does it say Sonia Deville, but then Baszler defeated Naomi? I don't know. That seems wrong. I believe it's Naomi it against Shayna Baszler.
1: Basically, Sonia's got Shane. as a heavy.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, so okay.
1: both used to do the MMA. <laughs> the MMA. Um he released two of the four horse women and one has had a baby, so he needed to get yeah. another MMA person with Sheena.
0: I see. Uh Defe- um Beza defeated Naomi in that match. Uh we then got the New Day versus the Usos. Uh the New Day defeated the Usos. Um obviously a non-title match. Um, and that was it. That was the 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 main event of the evening. Um SmackDown sound like it was all right. No Roman Reigns on the show, though. Adequate. Adequate. It yeah. will do. Uh, it and that wraps, will do. that wraps up everything for WWE and NXT. Should we yes, talk about some some AE derby?
1: Absolutely. So the Elite's original plan for Wednesday's Dynamite was to wear Squid Game costumes. But Fightful Select says TNT didn't like the idea probably because it's a Netflix property. So they switched it up to Ghostbusters last minute. Very um, enough. They did wear the... Squid Game costumes on being the elite this week for the Halloween special they basically did like their own like sort of spit like spoof of Squid Game I see it's brilliant um,
0: I'll have to check it out I've not seen it
1: yet it, it's it's quite good um, but yeah like to be fair like Ghostbusters thing Mikey Rockers made their entrance music in two hours Um, he got it he got it like submitted like an hour before the before the match damn he put like a timeline up on Twitter it's called I ain't afraid of no budge because of course it is <laughs> fuck's <laughs> sake <laughs> and uh, yeah just, uh, that, that main event from Dynamite this week was excellent as well go watch that just, do. just the dark order and nearly just fucking around for like 20 minutes just having a laugh love to see it John Silver dressed as Bambi because why not <laughs>
0: I saw that. It was like a onesie, wasn't he? It? it was like a hoodie. Oh, was it a hoodie? Oh, okay. I thought it was, it was a, a hoodie. Because
1: his hood kept coming down, he kept putting it back up. <laughs> uh,
0: sticking with AEW, Um, according to Ringside News, uh AEW and Impact's partnership ended after Bound for Glory. I'm not sure how much I believe that, if I'm honest.
1: I mean, it's Ringside News and they're full of shit. Yeah speaking of ringside news, actually I forgot to put it in here, but another newsworthy thing. AEW has signed a premier athlete, Tony Nice. Have they? Is Mr. Yeah. Neese all elite? He is all elite. He hasn't he hasn't had his graphic yet because they're doing a whole thing where he's like the hottest free agent in wrestling is the whole thing they're doing where he's right, like sitting right. around watching yeah, and wrestle them he's wrestled a couple of matches on dark.
0: I'll um, be honest, I think he would have been a better fit for impact.
1: He was an impact.
0: Yeah, what, before WWE?
1: Before WWE.
0: I think he should have gone back there.
1: And he did fuck all of them. Oh, I still um, think he should have gone back there. I just yeah, feel like you
0: might get lost in the shuffle in AEW.
1: He's someone I'm not really that asked about, to be I'm,
0: And I'm not that asked about him either, and that's what I mean. Like, I just I don't um, see where in AEW's landscape he fits in.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's very talented. Yeah, um, I, I think that they're probably going to... Um, they're probably gonna have them like just around the TNT title picture. They seem to be really like loading up the roster around that TNT title picture, so they can have like just random people just show up and challenge, mm. like Bob Fish. But also, Fish. it seems it seems like they're getting like a good a lot of like kind of good hands to sort of like strengthen the like the sort of lower part of the card, mm-hmm. like. Like Tony Nice, like two yeah, um, and then the, there's there's people there who are kind of able to sort of impart their knowledge on um on like the younger talent, um. But yeah, to to my point with ring with ringside news was Tony Nice um, they released a story about him this week and he went, "This is absolutely bullshit." What the fuck? Really? And, and and like to the point where he was like, "You have even took my quote, but then you still managed to twist it into some clickbait title." Fucks sake! And then, uh, like that was like the floodgates and Macado, and we were shitting all over them. I saw that. Yeah, a couple of others were.
0: Why do people lie? Like, why as a? Well, I'm going to say trusted source of information. They're clearly not a trusted source of information. No, but as like a channel, an outlet that reports on wrestling, why lie? Why come up with bullshit? Because you're going to get called out on it, especially if it's about an individual. They're going to come back and go, that's nonsense. So why bullshit? I don't get it.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like um, the whole, like, they, they had, like, that running with Fuego Del Solo Twitter the, the other day, well, a like, couple of weeks ago, where, like, they were like, oh, yeah, Fuego signed his, his AEW contract weeks ago, and then he, like, replied going, actually, no, I didn't. Uh, this was completely, like, surprise to me. It was real and, and they are like well we were told that you signed this well, you were told wrong you were told wrong dickheads but they were arguing with him like he was a piece of shit fucking really for telling them that they they're bullshit <laughs> yeah idiots I hate rings uh, anyway moving on <laughs> Um Thunder Rosa has revealed on a vlog this week that uh, she's currently sidelined with a concussion no word oh. on when Thunder Russa will return, however, oh, yeah. she, is, she is due to face Jade Cargill any day now. So, mm. those
0: concussions—you have got to be careful, as mm-hmm. as we know. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know what AEW's concussion policies like, like sort of compared to WWE's. I know theirs is very strict, isn't it?
1: Well, based on um, based on the Eddie Kingston Lance Archer match, which we'll be talking about in a bit. Um, it's pretty straight, yeah.
0: Well, we might as well just Ow. segue into that, to be fair. Yeah. It's, it's on the same note. Um, the observer notes that Lance Archer was very angry backstage about the way his match of Eddie Kingston was cut short because of the injury he suffered on the moonsault. Um, just if you landed on your
1: head, man, you landed on top of your fucking head. Calm exactly, down, exactly.
0: Just chill out, like he may feel fine, but that's not a risk you want to take, is it?
1: Okay. Fucking terrible. Apparently, he's not been cleared though either. Really? Yeah, because he keeps saying, oh, yeah, "I'll be, I will be back," so it's making it sound like he's not been cleared. Uh. Um But yeah. Either way, glad, glad the metal looks alright. But imagine, mm. imagine imagine being backstage trying to calm him down. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, uh, the bears fucking squawking at you. <laughs> um, Moving on, this is this is very exciting. Uh, Tony Schiavone revealed that AW hope to have their own streaming service by the end of 2022. Awesome. Um, and with something we're going to be talking about a little later on, this this potential for this is excellent. Huge. They've also said that um, any house shows they do, they're going to record and put it on there. Nice. Yeah. Also, put
0: PWG on there. Fucking why not?
1: Well, Excalibur I reckon, on
0: there.
1: I was gonna say, like they literally got like one of the fucking owners working for them.
0: Why would you not?
1: Like, I, I, I reckon, I reckon Tony could come up with something with Excalibur. But come, it's a bit lucrative. Come, yeah.
0: Come on, mate. Come on, come on mate. Play the, game. Play, the game. play the game. That's that is very exciting. though um, so there's like a whole heap of content on that they could put on there, like three years worth of their stuff, whether it be, I mean. Dark and Dark Elevation are on YouTube already, but certainly like you know Dynamite episodes now, Rampage, all of their pay per views, anything else that they may or may like have the kind of the rights to put on there as well. Should be pretty cool. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's it's just cool that like if they've got it in like a whole database, like mm. with, say you want to search for like your favorite wrestler in AEW, then you can watch the matches with, like. You can literally watch their entire AW career, like go through like all the yeah. matches, dark, yeah, dark, yeah. Election, and then see them there. Mm. But it's yeah. it's cool, it's cool in that sense. Um, Definitely. But yeah, I, I'd love, I'd love to see them like get a few like indie promotions on board with them mm. to help. Them. Absolutely. Um, as you say, PWG would be a good one. Um, Ring of Honor would be a very good, good that uh, one as well, mm-hmm. and. They could, even fig- like, they could even figure stuff out with fucking New Japan World seeing as they fucking say it was absolutely yeah. dumb. It's, it's terrible. It's <laughs> am um, I'm, I'm so angry at Renew today. I was going to cancel it this month. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put it on hold till Wrestle Kingdom and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> Moving on, last bit of AEW news. According to friend of the podcast, Andrew Zarian, uh, of Mat Men Podcast. AEW, top, top Top Shacker. AEW is planning to hold a special event on TNT on Saturday, January the 8th. Zarian reports that the possible name for the event is Battle of the Belts. AEW filed the trademark in January. Um, Battle of the Belts was used as an event named in the mid-1980s by the National Wrestling Alliance, NWA, specifically the Florida Territory, which was operated by Eddie Graham. The events were shown live in syndication and all three featured Ric Flair defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. That's pretty cool. I assume that's, that's going to be their equivalent of Clash of Champions.
1: Yeah, I think they've done... I'm sure they've done something similar not that long ago, where it was literally every belt was on the line. Um, on There's episode. a difference
0: on every belt being on the line and champions facing each other, though. Because like you have, like, WrestleMania, every belt's on the line, but champions mm. don't necessarily face each other, which makes you think it's going to be more a sort of clash of champions, knight of champions, rather than just every belt's going to be defended. But the Possible. interesting thing is, if they've got that working relationship with, say, NWA, um, Impact, whoever else, and we get those champions face, like Moose against fucking Omega,
1: or... Oh, it'd, be, it'd be cool if they brought in, like, an outside champion. From, like... Yeah. Like he could, he could do Osprey Omega, um, oh, he's he ha-
0: fucking Hammerstone against like what's their equivalent? Well, he's, yeah. he's world champion and national champion, isn't he? Yeah, so Big Fatu for the the world championship. But yeah, probably just
1: probably be what, old hands, wouldn't it?
0: Could be, yeah, yeah. But that's that's an exciting prospect. Lots of potential dream matches there, depending on who they. Uh, have a working relationship with at the time of that. Pretty yeah. cool. Pretty
1: cool. Yeah, I, I'd I'd think the other the other way they could do it is that he could just have like all the champions have open challenges. Yeah. So you only find out who they're facing on the night.
0: Yeah. And the stage is a massive, massive like like the Jurassic Park door, but it's the Forbidden door. The Forbidden door. And someone just comes through and kicks it the fuck open.
1: I can't some boots it off its hinges again?
0: Namely, Okada.
1: Oh amazing.
0: <laughs> don't or, or Jacob Fatu coming to do bad murders on everyone.
1: Oh, oh god, not, not the small werewolf. <laughs> well, Cody, Cody fucking called him out the other week, didn't he? Did he? Yeah.
0: Friend of the podcast, Jacob Fatu.
1: Don't Future the and Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and he's like, oh. I'm aware of Jacob Fatu. It was like
0: Are oh, you now? Right. Just slap that tattoo off your neck, you blurt.
1: Fucking Scared it off, <laughs> Scared it
0: off. <laughs> uh that's all of our AEW bits and pieces.
1: Great right and Cody so much, Cody. You think he's fucking stardust again? <laughs> um, Do you want
0: to kick us off with some rest of the world news? A,
1: a, a yeah, big one. This is this is uh, some really, really sad news actually. Um, mm. which it's it come out of nowhere as well, like it really did come, like. Completely out of nowhere, we were all talking about this on Discord, there weren't we? Yeah. Um, Ring of Honor has announced that it's going on a hiatus to reimagine the company. In a statement, the company said, "Throughout the pandemic, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. Despite not producing any live events over eighteen months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time where we need to make changes to our business operations, and are planning to pivot for Ring of Honor with a new, a new mission and strategy." Um, the year will culminate with final battle in December and we'll be t- taking the first quarter of 2022 to work internally to reimagine Ring of Honor Ring of Honor has, has the most dedicated fans in the industry and we appreciate their loyalty and patience as we re- conceptualize Ring of Honor we anticipate returning to live events in April for the Supercard of Honor with a new fan-focused product and providing a, a unique experience for wrestling fans Um obviously ring of honor um founded in 2002 helped build the careers of guys like uh, CM Punk, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe. Basically anyone who's been a pretty big deal yeah in um in like WWE or AEW there's like a 95% chance they've done at least a match in Ring of Honor. Yeah, easily. Um
0: yeah, this is devastating news this huge like you say really really did come out of nowhere um i hadn't realized that they were continuing to pay the talent throughout the entire 18 months i mean it makes sense now that you know they weren't putting any events on but that's
1: yeah yeah and also um with like uh the with with the obviously at the start of the pandemic no one knew how long it was going to be how long we were going to be There was going to be uncertainty around everything. Obviously, things are starting to get a bit back to normal now, but um they all because they didn't know any shows they cancelled, anyone who's booked on it, they still paid them in full. Really? Yeah, like uh, Brian Zane from Wrestling Regret, who's a he's a ring well, he he basically does all kinds for them. He's like does commentary, does backstage interviews, he does a bit of ring announcing. Hmm. Um he, he was talking about it and he was like he, he said, like, he was on a paper appearance deal, didn't need to go to every show if he didn't want to. Um, He couldn't make it to like one loop they were doing. And then it got cancelled because of COVID and they paid him in full, even though he, he'd already told the office, like, you wouldn't have been making it anyway. Um, hell. So, yeah, they, they were really, really good to the talent over the pandemic. Um, Better than Weatherspace. Yeah. <laughs> Better than w- <laughs> Yeah. And they, they were able to kind of like keep everyone, keep everyone employed, keep everyone getting money. Like even people like Session Moth Martina, who has been in Ireland the whole time. Like yeah. she they had doing like little bits for the YouTube channel. Um, but other than that, just they paid their wage. So just she was fund, able to Funded
0: her bear habit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, gotta pay for the kids somehow, mate. Um, <laughs> she's got enough of them. Um <laughs> But yeah, it, it it was really cool to see, and then even with like the sort of COVID procedures they had in place, they were by and large the most sort of um, thorough out of all the other wrestling promotions. Like they did, yeah. they had everyone in a the bubble. They basically just made sure everyone was safe. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's it's very sad to see um, what what's happening hopefully they do bounce back Yeah. and uh, cuz a lot of very very talented individuals were there
0: mm-hmm. um sticking with uh ring of honor uh, their coo jeff cough uh quotes uh, told talent that he had multiple meetings trying to fight for ring of honor but ultimately sinclair made the call um sinclair being the the Essentially the owners, like the, the people that kind of inject the money into that, are they the, the people that had the T V deal with or is it Sinclair Media or someone like that?
1: Sinclair broadcasting. That's it. Um, um apparently yeah. I don't know, I don't know for this for sure, but apparently they um they they were in a bit of financial trouble. Right. Because of as a result of like the pandemic. Hmm.
0: Yeah, um, Sinclair made the call to release wrestlers from their contracts and go on a hiatus. Uh, that came out from Fightful. Sean Rossap. Um, further to that, talent were told uh, that there was some type of TV show that would be in place after Final Battle, but weren't told when that would be. Um, so yeah, the whole roster basically released. I think is that as of January first. I think.
1: Um, yeah. So they. As of, I think it was as of New Year's Eve, so it's 31st of December. Right. Anyone who um, was contracted beyond that, because I think a lot of contracts were just rolling, like year ones anyway. Mm. Anyone who was contracted beyond that, they'll be getting paid till the end of March. Right. Um. But yeah, a very, very shitty situation. Mm. Um. As I say, a lot of really talented guys and girls lost their jobs. And hopefully, it's it. It sounds like Ring of Honor is going to be going more like your paper appearance, not contracting people, mm-hmm. kind of going back to basics a bit. Um,
0: well, from that statement that they put out, saying kind of a reimagining of Ring of Honor and sort of conceptualizing what it is they want to now be and producing like fan based product. Oh, <laughs> how how do you see like that going? Like, is it going to be the same Ring of Honor, same Ring of Honor of old that we've seen, or, you know, completely different, like, uh,
1: yeah. Well, what's weird is that I feel like they just reimagined, well, not reimagined, but they just, like, kind of, like, rebranded a little bit mm. at the start of last year. Um. Obviously, they had, like, brought in the pure title tournaments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the the way that that was shot and the dynamic of it was very much like it was like an actual sports like yeah almost like a boxing match like with rounds mm-hmm. not with rounds but with like with like lo- just a lot of detail went into it and yeah. it was yeah. very different from anything else so similar to the heritage cup uh, mm-hmm. stuff in NXT UK tour but just without the rounds yeah um, I I don't know is the answer I don't know whether they're gonna whether they're gonna um Completely change up the style. Where uh, they're gonna focus on like younger talents, and it, it who knows, who knows mm. the answer. Um, they they could go down any route really. Yeah, I think the smart in the sense that if it's all like sort of like paper appearance, there's no real restrictions on mm. who they get, unless it's like down to like TV time and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, as I say, I'd be very intrigued to see. Um, where Ring of Honor goes from here? Because mm. it clearly sounds like they've had to do a lot of like thinking about this.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah. Also, um move. But th- this is this is the thing which for me is kind of like a red flag. Mm. Um, Sports Illustrated says that the Ring of Honor video library is available for purchase, and will go to the highest bidder. They've been trying to sell the Sinclair Archive uh, content from 2012 on, onwards for over a year, and the library includes the All In event from 2018. Um, yeah, we alluded to that a moment ago on, on the AEW news. Um, I would have thought that Cody and the books would have owned that. Not All like In, a... certainly.
0: Yeah. But saying that, wasn't half the talent on the All In event from Ring of Honor, or a
1: good amount of it. Um, wasn't half. It was there was a lot of them. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I think Ring of Honor like co-promoted it. Mm. Maybe if I remember rightly. But. I suppose at the time they didn't have
0: a broadcast partnership deal, which they didn't. This is before all elite kind of formed then yeah. a lot of that would have fallen in the lap of ring of honor
1: yeah but then it was streamed on fight ah okay so that's where like the problem lies yeah yeah it is interesting um i'd be intrigued to i'd certainly be intrigued to kind of see um what can what like what content they don't as well in the sense that there's like obviously new japan's um stuff that they show on Ring of Honor there's a lot of stuff on, mm. on a Club that isn't Ring of Honor yeah it's, yeah. All, it's like all independent promotions just kind of like just kind of piggybacking off that so be intriguing to see what actually is up for sale there it's, um, uh,
0: it's interesting that this is coincided with Tony Schiavone coming out saying there's going to be a streaming platform within the next year for AEW mm. and then all of a sudden well I say all of a sudden but you know that being available for purchase and I mean, no one else realistically is going to be buying that. WWE surely have got no interest in buying Ring of Honor's back catalogue. Like, whilst a lot of their talent are former Ring of Honor people, Mm. they've got enough on the network as it is. Tony like, Tony Khan surely is just going to be, fuck it. I'm, I'm looking at doing a streaming platform. I've got money to spend. Whilst I've got a lot of AEW content on there, there needs to be something to bolster that up. A big portion of my roster is full of ex Ring of Honor guys and gals. It would make sense to put that in with it.
1: Just just get and see that some more Brian Danielson kicking the shit out of people. (laughs) Kicking the absolute Jesus out of people.
0: (laughs) Moving away from Ring of Honor, Triple A Tag Team Champions FTR are heading to Mexico for Triple A's taping on November 4th with Vicky Guerrero as their manager, according to Dave Meltzer. Triple A also wants to book FTR for the tag team match at Triple Mania Regia on December the fourth, but it's not clear if that will happen.
1: Um, why? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you want to book the uh, Super Runners, the, the greatest to the tag team of all time? <laughs> Behave. <safe. laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is cool because FTR are like kind of quietly. Well, not not quietly because if you look at Dax Howard's Twitter, he's very fucking in your face about it. But they they're sort of like flying under the radar as like the best tag team of all time. Okay. Just the fact that in a, they're definitely the most successful tag team in the modern era of wrestling, in yeah. the sense that they've held Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Triple A, and AW tag titles. Yeah, and they've already said they they intend to. Um, the intend to win at least the NWA ones at some point.
0: But Impact? About New Japan?
1: Fucking have them. Oh, God. Imagine. <laughs>
0: FTR World FTR. Tour.
1: FTR wouldn't sully the hands of New Japan at this point, would they?
0: <laughs> what? What do you mean?
1: The fucking tag divisions worse than WWE's. Is it? Only got one team, mate. Oh. I, d- I don't know. I
0: don't watch an awful lot of New Japan. I didn't realize yeah. it was that bad.
1: You only got G.O.D. the and fucking Suzuki doing at the moment, and they just oh, and, and Lij and they're all just fucking few, <laughs> like no. three teams, mate. There, um, oh yeah, fair enough. Maybe that's what need. Just have FTR going and just fucking big rig the soul out of it. <laughs> <Tamatanga>. No, <laughs> it's gotta happen, mate. It's gotta happen. <laughs> but yeah, FTR are phenomenal. What a team. That, that should be very exciting, especially with like like that that's the that's the thing. This I like the fact that this feud with the Lucha Brothers is kind of like spanning across companies now. Mm. Yeah it's cool. Looking forward to, to them just like having a fucking slug festival you Yeah man uh, moving on MLW recently released some wrestlers according to PW Insider uh the site says that uh Buku Dao um beastman and Leo Bryan confirmed, and um, there may be also be more names uh, this morning. Jordan Oliver was another one who got one of Iran's okay. saves. It was boys, young dumb and broke.
0: <laughs> Release Jacob Fatu and let him come over. To
1: well, Filthy Tom, Filthy Tom Lawler's contract expired, and I think Jacob Fatu's can't be that far off. Wasn't Tom Lawler
0: in that? New Japan Strong Tournament.
1: Yeah, he's the New Japan Strong Champion.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Where are we at? (laughs) Uh, Speaking with the MCW cast, Doc Gallows claimed that during his time with WWE, he heard that the company's plan was to control all the indies and have everything self-produced through them. This was before AEW had officially launched uh and that was apparently the plan in place Scumbags. Sca-
1: <laughs> yeah it doesn't surprise me it's a very it's a very wwe thing isn't it like you just control like, the
0: territories
1: yeah like you just look at the fucking what they did with like the scene. when mm. they bought up like all the fucking
0: progress go- icw and, and
1: yeah yeah um the other one what is it Mm. not Rev Pro um oh shit I can't remember they they bought another one anyway um Um,
0: fuck I can't remember what it's called was it Fight
1: Club Pro Fight Club Pro yeah that's Trent Seven's one isn't it yeah yeah yeah. um but yeah like they they kind of bought up all that and then they're still running but they're not really still running it's a bit weird Mm. um yeah it's just stop trying to gentrify the whole fucking wrestling business. Mm. Let's have nice things. <laughs> um, moving on, speaking of nice things, um, friend of the podcast, Bronson Reed aka Jonah. Um was originally booked for Bound for Glory, but that was changed and never worked him, um, and he never worked the show per fightful. Um it says it's unknown why, but he's actually he actually said today why. Ooh. Um, it was down to visa issues. Um, he basically had to go like, back and forth through um, the Australian embassy to try and get his visa resolved.
0: Uh,
1: and he legally couldn't work the show. He, said, he has said that it, as of next week, I think it's going to be clear. So you'll probably see him somewhere in November, was what he said. Nice. That's yeah. a shame, man. Fucking love Bronson. Jonah uh, Rock, but yeah. I'm looking forward to see what he does. He's one of, he's one of the ones I'm more excited about. Yeah, see absolutely. Will wrestle, wrestle again? Uh,
0: sticking with Impact, and people were excited to see uh, go elsewhere. Fightful Select says that Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, um, or Adam Scher and Winder Rotunda, uh, were pursued heavily by Impact Wrestling, but deals weren't able to be made. It almost seemed at one point it was... A dead cert that at least one of them would be there, and there was strong interest in in Impact signing Bray, but I thought Strowman, Adam, sure was almost a, a guarantee for things. I, I certainly couldn't see him in in, in AEW.
1: No, I couldn't see him in AEW. Although Mark Henry seems to like be desperate to get him, doesn't he? He does. I. Um, he loves a big hoss. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting. This just in. It's sense that like I would have thought we'd have heard something from at least one of them by now. Mm. As po- as regards to like where they're going to land. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm still very I, I don't see Bray going there. I do see Braun going there though. Mm. Um. Someone who, who is going to be going there is speedball Mike, Mike Bailey who's officially signed with Impact as of Two days ago,
0: nice. Didn't you yeah. have him down as the the Joker in the last AEW Casino? I, I did.
1: not Big tasty show of oh, shit Did he? The, all right. <laughs> he put all those eggs in that basket. I fucking had all the all the on Ethan Page. <laughs> I fucking won daddy some points. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, for anyone who hasn't seen Speedball Mike Bailey, he is phenomenal. Um yeah. He's gonna tear the X Division in a new all Nice. I can't wait. Can't wait to see him in Ace Austin. Can't wait to see him in Trey Miguel. Yeah. Impact's got a real fucking good one there. I'm surprised. Genuinely shocked he didn't go to AEW. Okay. I'm genuinely shocked it took this long for him to sign anything.
0: Mm. Um, Where was he before?
1: He was a he's he's a free agent. So basically, oh, okay. He's Canadian. He was going into he was working shows in America. Like I think it was P. I think it was a PWG show he was working or CZW maybe. Either way, he was working a show in America and they didn't get him the right visa, so he got basically kicked out of America and banned for five years. Oh shit! So he made he made a big like a massive name for himself across like Canada, uh, the UK, Germany, um, oh, and he's he's just excellent. He's so fucking good. I'll have to check him out. Look forward to seeing him wherever he goes. So, oh, Impact seems like the perfect place for him.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of people that are absolutely fucking brilliant, Bray Wyatt has dropped his WWE name on his socials and is now going under his real name of Wyndham, or on Twitter as Wyndham Six. It's now been three months after his initial uh, after his release rather from the company, which means he is open for business. Uh, ringside news published a piece claiming a well-placed source within the company said he deserved to be released due to various issues including some backstage antics Uh, Wyndham responded with uh, the gif of the rock rolling his eyes and said now that we have uh johnny and bruce's opinion i would like to share mine soon hashtag cult of windham Presumably, he's referring to Johnny Laurenitis and Bruce Pritchard, both of which are hugely involved in the decision-making behind the scenes, as well as having a hand in creative, being very close to Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, it, what what's weird about the Bruce Pritchard part of that is that he was like very when he when he rejoined WWE, he was very vocal about I was looking forward to work with Bray. Oh, okay. So that's what's quite odd about that. Mm. Uh, also. Uh, it remains to be seen, obviously, where he's going. Um, and another thing that was said in that um that sort of like quote to Ringside News, um, was about how Bray was making millions while he was uh, not medically clear to wrestle. Really? I was like, that's just sick pay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. then basically, like complain and saying he's he spent more time like medically disqualified than he did to fit to wrestle I was like yeah but that's sick mate. come on dickheads
0: come on also it's down to the company whether they yeah. pull him off as sick or not like as you've seen numerous people where they've been fit enough to compete and WWE have said no 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 like it's down to them whether they sign someone else as sick or not sort of wrestler I'm sure yeah. he wanted to get back in the ring I'm sure he wanted to if this is true Certainly wouldn't have been wanted to sit there and do fuck all.
1: Yeah. I mean also like plan the the plans of forum change and stuff like that all the time, don't they?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you just had them sitting at home for like a year, show with the occasional house show and they'd be like, Oh, Bray's coming back, and they just, mm. um, Pish. Yeah, I am I'm intrigued to see where
0: where he shows up for sure I'm intrigued to hear his fucking podcast of Jericho oh, that, if, that's if what and when see. he eventually does it
1: word he's yeah. absolutely doing Jericho's podcast The mates yeah 100% yeah um, and final some sad sad news about a friend of the podcast um, Dan Housen spoke, uh, suffered a broken f- uh, fibula and tibia on Halloween at the same show, M- Mance Warner also injured his ankle and knee in a very similar instance. Um that's shit. Yeah, that's Dan Housen out for, like, six months, I think.
0: Fuck's sake. Um, that which, couldn't have come at a worse time. I mean, yeah. there's never a good time for that,
1: but... Oh, man. I know. It was... I mean... you seemed in pretty good spirits, all things considered.
0: I saw the clip on Twitter. But with, yeah, with like there was and a
1: War clip. Horse. Yeah, there was a clip of him, of him in a game and He asking Warhorse to fix his leg, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they're going, "Yes, Dan Housen is is Um <laughs> And then he put a picture of him up um, with Mansoor in like a in a um, bed with like his his leg in a cast. Dan Housen in a wheelchair and Warhorse grinning. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, Dan Danhausen put another picture up of him in like hospital pajamas with it, with his leg in a cast. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully, speedy, speedy recovery. I feel like Dan Danhausen was probably about to get signed by AEW. Yeah, no doubt. I, I still think he will. Mm. I just, I just think he's going to be the Joker in the, in the battle royal. Of course, he is. Give me what <laughs> I want, Tony. Ali- <laughs>
0: Bucket cowards.
1: <laughs> Do it. Dave, Dave Honor fucking released Dan Housen. So now he needs to go to Tony Elite's uh, Circus of Dreams. Um <laughs> But yeah, I wish speedy recovery Speediest for
0: Yeah, absolutely. Love that
1: Dan and Go yep. support him on Patreon, Pro Wrestling Tees, the YouTube channel. He's just put up a vlog up of him and on the Jericho Cruise, which is extremely entertaining. <laughs> um, and yeah, just just that's the best way to do it. Tell them all because he's one of the good guys. Indeed.
0: Sweet. That wraps up the news. As I said at the start, a big chunky episode of news. Thank you for joining us, listening, and sticking with us. Uh, we'll be back uh next week with more wrestling rumors, news, and roundup. Uh, you want to give us a shout out to social media, uh, Twitter and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Discord.
1: Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Hausen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, (laughs) Hausen.